want to welcome y'all to Conversations with Bump. And today I got a very, very special guest, very special guest. When you talk about independence, when you talk about a hustler, when you talk about somebody that I think that loves the music culture and the entertainment culture, I think this young lady right here embraces all those things. So why don't you introduce yourself and tell everybody where you're from? Oh, yes. Awesome. Well, first of all, thank you for those kind words. I appreciate you. (laughs) I want to get too mushy. (laughs) (laughs) No, I appreciate so much love over there. Um, My name is Elena Karras, and I am a former radio show owner, um, host, producer of a couple other radio shows, and uh, yeah, independent artist over here in Lakewood, California, if you know where that is. Okay. For, for the people that don't know, where is Lakewood? It's uh, right next to Long Beach, pretty much. Okay. So you went, you went Orange County? Yes. The, the, the accent says yes. Okay. <laughs> it yeah, says Orange County. <laughs> okay. All right. So shoot, let's start with the music. Uh, tell everybody what was the motivation and when did you get started uh, making music? I got started making music. Um, hmm. I'm like, how far do you want to go back? <laughs> I've, uh, always, I've always been in music because uh, my mother was a concert pianist. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so was, I was kind of like adopted into that family. And so I've always been kind of singing and playing the piano at a, long, at a young age. But... As I, I, that whole thing is a long story. (laughs) Right. Okay. So we'll speed it up um, to, you know, a lot of us in the independent industry, we talk about like, you know, kind of like when, when did you come out online? Like, when did you, when were you born online? Right. Uh, And so that was probably about when I met you about 2010. Oh, damn, it's been that long? Yeah. And, you know... We got history. I know. It's been a long time, I think. Man. Yeah. We both done grew, too, for real. Yes. For real. We've come a long way, so Uh this one's a real one, if you guys don't know by now. Yeah. No doubt. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, I've been doing that about 2010, but I've, you know, like I said, I've always been... Um, in a music family and even when I was like what 15 years old I formed a girl group and you know but I was like the I was like the little manager at the time so right so you already you already had that that uh sense that you was gonna be a boss lady back then (laughs) yeah absolutely like I got my girls together you know all we all looked different and we all you know, came from different parts of the neighborhood. And mm-hmm. um, I built us a website. And at that time, you know, the internet was kind of new. I don't want to really give away my age. Right. <laughs> but um, for that time, you know, we were probably getting about 100 views on the website a day. And we had like, um, you know, we had a little fan base on Yahoo from the UK. Okay. And, you know, but, That's big. Yeah, but yeah, for back, <laughs> you know, back, what, 1999, 98, 
that kind of stuff was kind of all new. So, right. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of your age, I was, <laughs> I was, I was on your story. <laughs> did you just have a birthday? I did. Yes. Oh, okay. So I wonder, wish you a happy belated. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was such a fun time. And... Yeah, I seen it. You know me, I, I, I'm nosy. So. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Yeah, the cousin flew out, and you know we had a couple bottles, and he just. Oh yeah, most yeah. that. It was so fun. <laughs> I already know. <laughs> okay, so you did a lot of features from artists all over the world. Uh, tell us one of your favorite features that you have done and why Mm. why is your favorite okay uh i would have to go with one of them would be uh no akuma and that's Mm -hmm. featuring my boy ledium from paris france oh that's a big one yeah um i love it because it's got a little talk about you know manga or anime um Mm it kind of brings out like that nerd side, but um, also it's like one of my best raps. <laughs> right. And I remember like at that time, you know, I was just still getting into the whole rap culture and, you know, as a Orange County artist. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was thinking, you know, my roommate was also, he was a rapper too. So like, mm-hmm. as I wrote that, he pushed me like, you know, I didn't right. to different levels of rap that I didn't think that I could do. Um, <laughs> but he would sit there and he helped, he didn't co-write it, but you know, I would go to him and be like, yo, what do you think? You know, how do you think this sounds? And maybe if you right. just, you know, twerk it this way or like, you know, obviously with an experienced rapper, you learn a little bit, but um I would have to say that's probably one of my most memorable because, you know, it, it involved a lot of growth. Right. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it, too. Yeah. And speaking of that, you, you do it pretty much everything. Like, <laughs> when I, I think when, when I first met you, I think you was heavy in the dub. Yes. And then I know you can sing your butt off. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And your rap. So which one do you like doing the most? Oh man. Um gosh, can I say all all of the above? Uh, right. <laughs> um as you know, like I record a lot of my stuff and I cut a lot of my tracks, like right. And so that has as the years have grown, that's really been kind of my art form is is cutting these tracks. Um kind of like a DJ would, you know, on a record, mm-hmm. but digitally right and so yeah that's dope yeah like for that part i'd say you know i enjoy cutting tracks the most taking my vocals cutting them but Mm -hmm. even on collaborations when they send me back the audio like i'll cut their vocals too and i just enjoy it um i like when people call me (laughs) freddie like (laughs) i cut a lot (laughs) right right (laughs) Oh, yeah so that's cool that's that's interesting for real yeah to hear a female to hear a female say that you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah well some of my inspirations are like missy elliott a lot 
Oh, okay, yeah, Missy Dope. Yeah, and, you know, she's really just experimented with her vocals, I think, as a, you know, as a rapper and a singer, and she produces. So, yeah. again, I have to say, like, all of the, all of the above, I like it, whatever I'm feeling at the time, you know, the track needs. Okay. Uh, have you ever been signed to a record label? You know, I have, yeah. Um, back... Gosh, I don't even know when now. Um, I was signed to probably when I was um, 27, 26. Mm-hmm. I was signed to an independent record label. Um, they did specialize kind of like a dubstep and dubstep DJs right. and called uh, Infectious Records. Okay. Yeah. So I was with them. Um, I we released a single um, called "Limit," and uh, that was a lot of fun. It was a, a learning experience. Okay, so now you're just fully just independent. Now you just do your own thing, right? Okay, that's what's up. Your thoughts on being independent? How you how you feel about it? I mean, you like it, or would you rather go label? Um, I absolutely love the concept of an independent artist. And um, one of the prime examples right now, I talk about him numerous times, and people are probably sick of me talking about him. But one of them um, is Tom McDonald. Okay. He is an independent artist. He came up on my radio show. We had the pleasure of interviewing him. Um, but he is 100% independent, him and his girlfriend, and he's got a couple friends, you know, from mm. and that are just loyal. And um, they, I watched, I mean, like, I watched this happen right before my eyes. And um, just how much control he has and independent artists have with their music. Um, right. You know, yeah. Yeah you can do so much. I mean, you can do your own placements and publishings and you can just do so much as an independent artist. Um, you know, why give, why give the labels control like that? You know, it's exactly. Especially in this day and age when you really don't, you really don't need a label, you know? Right. And you got all these people like, uh, fighting for their masters and all that crap, you know, like Kanye West and all that fighting for his masters, trying to get his masters back. <laughs> so you might as well just, like you said, be independent and control your own destiny. Right, right. And if there's like people, you know, or you're not sure which direction to go, if you're, you know, we have a lot more time in COVID right now. Um, right. There are so many different modules that you can get online. There's so many different companies now online that you can learn mm-hmm. all of that stuff. You can learn copyrights. Oh, yeah. You can learn royalties. You can learn about all the 360 deals, all that. It's all on online. And, you know, mm-hmm. just depending on your own budget and what you can afford, like it, for some people, they might have to learn on YouTube. And right. it is tedious trying to find the right information or Google um, or you can go to, you know, these online university universities or these people that offer one-on-one coaching or these modules that will, that are anywhere, you know, from, you know, 300 to 
probably, you know, high hundreds for that kind of education. But there are some that are, you know, within a workable range. Right. Yeah, I got an artist right now that I'm trying to, he's a younger guy, so I'm trying to push him in to the right direction and, you know, uh, to just trying to tell him that he really don't need, like, a label behind him to uh, to help him, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so it's all about... It's all about doing your research and, and studying. That's what I think. Studying, research on what you want right. to do. Get all the knowledge you can of what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? So you, you know what you're getting into. Right. So. And the game is really changing, too, especially with, like, the pandemic. You know, everyone has to be more innovative um, on these digital platforms. Um, right. A lot of those things that the labels were doing like now we're looking at people who specialize like in digital marketing like to get your streams on spotify and get paid for that and there's Uh a lot of fake ones out there too but um you know shout out to my friend christopher x because we were he was dropping gems for me just a week ago about this kind of stuff um but you know There's just all these, there's all these, a lot is changing in the industry right now. And there are different ways you can go about it. Um, But you have to be so cautious too with, you know, fake, fake numbers and Uh because that stuff's not real. Like, and that's what I think is really um, uh, the pandemic (laughs) of the internet right now is these fake likes and these fake followers. And Uh not only that, but with these, with these fake followers and these fake lives likes, they're providing, um, a, a non-realistic platform of who they are. Firstly. Right. And then second, you know, um, they're just, they're really not doing what they say that. Say yeah. They, they just trying to get, get, to get money from you. That's pretty much. Or all. just for the clout pretty much. Yeah. That yeah. too. Yeah. Cause he has sent me uh, a text about like these guys wanting this amount of money to help him do this. I'm like, if this guy worked for Atlantic records, ain't no way in hell. He only got 600 uh, followers. <laughs> right. If he's if he's doing so much for people, you know what I'm saying. So I just try to keep him on his toes on stuff like that. What what I think is fake, mm-hmm. and, and what I think is real. But anyway, enough about that. <laughs> well, you can always check too. I mean, I like I like looking at stuff like that. So I go to people's profiles and I look at their followers, and if they've mm-hmm. got like a uh, uh, they don't have a default picture, <laughs> first of all, right or they you go to the you know they could have 10,000 followers and you click on a photo with our instagram with a photo you go to their page mm-hmm. and they're like following 6,000 people and they only got two followers in one photo and and right. this is what's <laughs> the this is what's wrong with the industry right now that if you ask me uh-huh. i agree <clears throat> i totally agree with that a lot of a lot of fake stuff going on, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, 
So anyway, what what you think your biggest song is to date? To date, uh, by numbers, it would just definitely be uh, Save the Last Dance. Or Save the Night, okay. sorry. <laughs> Save the Last Dance is an old, <laughs> old movie. <laughs> I think I remember yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a flashback. But no, <laughs> Save <Yeah. laughs> the Night. And that was with uh, my... A producer, Pano Savadis. <laughs> okay. Yeah, from Greece. My, I like the song you got out now. I think I like that rich song you got out now. Oh, it's pretty thank dope. you so much. Yeah, that's one of one of my favorite ones right there. One of my favorite songs by you. <laughs> uh, okay, let's talk about TKC. TKK. I said C. TKK. <laughs> It took me a while. You know what? It took me a while to understand what the hell you was talking about. I'm like, why is it TKK? Because I'm a little slow. You know what I'm saying? So I was reading it like, oh, the Cul-de-Sac crew. Okay. Cul-de-Sac. Okay. Tell us about TKK. Oh, the Cul-de-Sac crew is a brand that kind of is based off of, we come from all different sides of the Cul-de-Sac. Um, you okay. could live on a cul-de-sac and you could have, uh, you know, uh, a Christian family, uh, you know, atheist and a Muslim all on the same street, you know, and they're all neighbors. It's all love. And we all live right. together civilly and in a safe environment. But we all come from different sides of the cul-de-sac. So um, okay. that's how that brand began um and what really started that was my um time in radio back in 2012 yeah right so i started doing radio and then um as a co-host on kliq out here in california it was a local uh 1670 am and also internet based and Right. Um, I was with them for a little while and then um, I, I, you know, resigned from my co-hosting. It had been a, a couple years, I believe. And um, I stopped doing it. And then someone came back and they offered me a, my own show on a digit on digital. Right. And um, then after that, I went back to KLIQ. They asked me back and I said, well, this is, you know, this is my first live radio. Everything else was like pre-recorded um, that I was producing at the time. And so um, the show originally was called that's what's up on the cul-de-sac. And um, when we went to live radio, I had uh, a co-producer dig out here in long beach and he went to school uh -huh. for radio so he was my co-pilot when we came on to uh, live um, radio. And he said, you know, you either need to call the show that that's what's up or call it, you know, the cul-de-sac crew or whatever you want to do. So I said, okay, you know, you're, you're right. So I, I changed it to the cul-de-sac crew. I put it in those old school, you know, school letters and right. uh, we came from, you know, we kind of created this mo moto, motto, tomato, tomato. 
<laughs> Same stuff. Potato, potato. potato I yeah. Guess. <laughs> uh, so um, that's kind of like how that developed. But, um, you know, as it progressed, um, you know, I left and then I ended up coming back uh, when this actually in 2020, I was like really praying back in 2019 about what I should do. You know, God, you know, where, where should I go? You know? <laughs> right. And exactly. I, right. Take, take, me, take there. me, Jesus. But don't <laughs> take me, but take, <laughs> lead me <laughs> right, in right. your path. <laughs> uh-huh. And so I felt like he's saying, saying, you know, I had this dream, you know, that I was basically that I had my own station. And so, um, right. In February, I ended up buying an internet radio station. I did the research and, you know, figured out, okay, who do I pay? You know, covering all the the royalties and all that stuff um, and learning about that. And so um, I did that probably in January. And then February, I bought it. And then March 1st was the launch. And March 15th was when we went into lockdown. Oh yeah. man. So that was like, everyone know about 2020. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like, horrible. I think the children are going to have to like learn what tragedies happened in each month. Like they're going to have to memorize it. January, February, March, this happened, you know, lockdown, uh-huh. George, Floyd, uh-huh. you know, all this stuff, like just horrible. Yes. It's been way too much for me for real yeah and um and so it when i created the station i thought of independent artists you know right. um i just there was so much music that was coming through even when i wasn't doing radio i was still getting submissions and people were for years and so that's, right. you know, another reason I was just like, we have, we have this, we need a platform for artists that are going to be, you know, producing good content, not just, you know, any kind of song about a, a stripper right. or, you know, <laughs> or, <laughs> or, sh- or hey, shoes. Hey, quit talking or... about me like that. <laughs> like... <laughs> I mean, we all like our Air Force One's song by Nelly, but yeah. exactly. Yeah, sometimes we'd be going overboard. So, but I wanted a station that was diverse, and not only diverse, but we really looked at the content. Um, and and you know, it wasn't about what you looked like. It wasn't about how how right. you talked. It was what what are you trying to say to our community? And right. Yeah. That's what's up. So I started doing that and man, that was really good, but it, all of this stuff in 2020 and just all the shootings and that has really, that really affected our, our ratings and our listen our listeners to be honest i'm kind of hesitant to talk about that but um you know right. we saw a dramatic uh, decrease and right there were 
people are were in lockdown and a lot of people you know are losing their jobs and they were out there we're out in our communities right now like protesting we're not listening to the radio right now and exactly even the these big fm stations you know people aren't commuting to work so they're not listening to fm stations so yeah so it has kind of affected that and um so i had to put the station on hiatus but we had some great shows uh, oh yeah, I yeah. tuned into a couple of them. Yeah, <laughs> I was wondering what was going on too. I'm like, okay, she ain't posting now. Well, I mean, what are we doing now? But let me tell you first off, I'm proud that you that you went in that direction. I'm very Thank proud you. of you right now. You know what I'm saying? For uh, even taking that chance, a lot of people won't won't take those type of chances. They won't bet on themselves like that. So I'm proud of you, man. For real. I can't wait till y'all get Thank back. Thank you. Yes, yes. Once things get, like, stable again, we're hoping to come back. You know, 2021. Cross, praying. I'm not even going to cross my fingers on that one. I'm praying for, for right. things to go back. Okay, y'all, I think things should get a little better yeah. in 21. Okay, let's talk about some of the shows that you got on there. You got... A variety of shows. On yes, too. so we had the cul-de-sac crew, which is hosted by myself, and then we had uh, Women Crush Wednesday, that was also hosted by me. <laughs> yeah, there were so many submissions <laughs> coming in for females, and they were right. so diverse. Again, um, that I was just like, let's create a platform that's just all you know. Let's dedicate it to the women of music. So we had that one, and um, we also had Dope Dope and Unsigned by my girl Tamika. Okay. Yeah, I think I followed her, She's dope. She's from New York. Uh, She's a freelance for BET, and she works for an independent label right now, I think, too. Um, Oh, okay. a, A music service company. And so, um, you know, she's just super active in the scene out there. And, um, you know, she's also a casting agent, um, I think an assistant. So she's just running through artists all the time. And um, she's had the pleasure of interviewing who's um, Michael Houston. Gary Michael Houston, the nephew of Whitney Houston. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So that was really cool. Then we have the Ryan show out in New York. Um, There's syndicated um, all the way to Africa. And they have, um, it's right. It's hosted by Ryan Vernell, Hampton's Dave, and also uh, Grammy winner, Mr. Cheeks from the Lost Boys. Yeah, Uh-oh, that's my boy. <laughs> I want I want to say my age, but she, Lost Boys, that was my crew. <laughs> yeah. For real, I, I was just waiting to say that. You know what I'm saying? Because I already knew he was on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah that's my guy right there. Yeah. So he those that show's great. Those guys are great, and um, you know, probably 
four or five years before I was connected with the Ryan show, uh, I was able to work on Mr. Cheek's electronic press kit back in the day. Oh. And so okay. that's like a really cool thing too, because you know. Heck yeah, that's some dope. That's some dope to have when you're. It is your a resume. Grammy winning. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And a dope yeah, artist. He's so dope. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're That's still out. They're still doing their show. So you can check them out. Uh, I think if you go to the ryanshow.net, you can learn more about okay. them. Yes. Cool. That's what's up. Okay, let's talk about the... Uh, I seen you got like a YouTube blog. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Come on, mashed potatoes. So... That's yeah, in the pandemic, that's <laughs> what we're doing. <laughs> you know, I think something that's like really important as an artist is you're always like reinventing who you are. You know, it's right. all about trying to stay relevant um, by also be yourself. And so I exactly. had some free time <laughs> this summer and yeah, we are. Yeah, we exactly. Are. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you know, I, I think this was like right after we ended up, you know, putting the station on hiatus, I had decided to do a couple videos. And, you know, I have this nice iPhone 11 Pro Max or whatever. And I've got the gear. So let me check this out. Let me see what I can do, you know. Um, so I created mm-hmm. this show called Stay in Your Lane. And it was just basically inspired. Uh, uh, the inspiration came from my epic fails. Like, <laughs> right. So um, there's an episode where I'm, you know, trying to do a nail tutorial. And there's another one where I'm trying to do cooking recipe. And I end up. It was a freak accident, but the instructions for the mashed potatoes, <laughs> the measurements oh. were wrong on it. And I did get it from the 99, you know, store. The whole, the whole concept was right. cooking on a budget. But I guess there are consequences for, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for buying your products at the dollar <laughs> store sometimes. And so you yeah. might get some soupy mashed potatoes. But yeah, I kept stirring it and stirring it. And it was just like, it looked like potato soup. Oh. Yeah, I seen it. It was, yeah. it was crazy. I'm going to give you a tip. <laughs> <laughs> I, used to be a, oh I, I used to be a chef. So I'm going to give you How a little embarrassing. tip. How <laughs> embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, you can make it from scratch. Or if you do use instant, this is what I do. You got to pour the water in slow. Don't pour it all in at once. Like me. (laughs) Yeah, don't pour it all in at once. Take it slow and stir. And you'll know you'll get the right consistency. You'll know when to stop. Oh, my God. (laughs) That is great (laughs) and logical advice. (laughs) Yeah. It was funny when I was watching that. I'm like, what What the hell is she doing? He must have died. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay. Yeah, you're yeah, right. It was pretty like much. Soup. If you Google potato <laughs> soup and you watch that episode, the side by side is in- uncanny. 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, that's what's up, though. So I'm glad you're staying busy. I am. Yeah. Yeah, that's. You wear a lot I of hats. I do, and sometimes too many. So I. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree. Because I, I do too. I do too much. Yeah. Yeah. And For real. We actually have too some much. tracks together as well. Oh, yeah. They was, they was mm-hmm. in my beginning rap years. They pretty dope, though. I yes. like them still. Yeah, so we've had like at yeah. least three? Three? I think we did like three, yeah. Okay. We're going to have to work on something, yes. something new. I want you to bring me into <laughs> your world, though. Because I'm always bringing yeah, you Yeah, maybe we'll get world. you on some like dubstep. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm with it. Yeah. I, I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I'm For really real. into dubstep. I really like that dark trap. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's dope. So as an independent woman, we see a lot of these. I don't know if you be watching. Well, you probably don't follow a lot of like I do. But the OnlyFans thing, what oh you think my about gosh. that? So I had another <laughs> like... <laughs> So I didn't realize that it was like an XXX site. Like my oh, friend yeah. had to like, like almost like sit me down and was like, girl, like uh, you cannot do uh, OnlyFans. Cause I thought, I thought, right. oh yeah, it's 18 plus. But I thought it was like, cause Cardi B has a uh, mm-hmm. OnlyFans. And she said, right. oh, but it's not going to be about yep. sex and da-da-da. And so I thought that it was just like, oh, you know, it could it could be. But then my friend's like, you can't get it, only fans. And I was like, why not? Because there's just sex and stuff. I was like, what? Hey, that's what I think. I was like, oh. Well, maybe, maybe we won't. Oh. Yo, I did not realize that. I was like, oh, I, oh, I can't like show my feet or something. <laughs> hey, they show whatever on there. You can show whatever you want. This is just wow. <laughs> Literally, uh, wow. <laughs> so, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that it, it's a little, you know, I, I feel like that that website is made for people who who are into custom things so <laughs> but right. yeah that's kind of my opinion on that yeah I think it's just yeah. wild and for real I mean I'm happy the girls making whatever they the money that they making or whatever but I hope they uh, saving and investing it too also you know what I mean I hope they right. just ain't messing it up <clears throat> excuse me Yep, so it's crazy over there. But I hear, uh, I was listening to Gilly the Kid podcast, and I hear, I hear Blueface going to do what? like a, a series on there. <clears throat> yeah. I hear he's going to do like a uh, like a mini series on OnlyFans. <laughs> so maybe it's going to transition into something like that. You know Bare, what I mean? Like a, uh, like a Snapchat kind of. Yeah, some, yeah, something like that. Now is... Is it an app too, so maybe, or is it just computer? 
I'm not sure. I'm not sure because <laughs> I never, I ain't subscribed to nobody on there. I just see them on Instagram, <laughs> but I'm not sure. <laughs> but I think it's an app for oh, real. Oh, wow. Yeah, if it's an I app, it's I can kind of see it going that direction too. These TikToks are really big. The reels are kind of trending right now mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Yeah, they taking off. <clears throat> but yeah, it's a lot of platforms if people want to do what they do. It's a, it's a lot out there for people. Right, right. And that's kind of why I always am experimenting with different things. Now, I won't go into TikTok, but, you know, it's like, do a, when I started doing the videos on YouTube, it was like, do a, is this something that I really want to do? Or, you know, uh, and it was something I really wanted to do. <laughs> But, like, right. I look at the reels <laughs> and things like that, and that's very similar to TikTok. And I'm just, I'm not sure if I want to just go that whole, like, I'm not sure if I want to be, like, a TikTok sensation. Because it seems like it's, nah. it's a really interesting, maybe I'm getting old. I don't know, CEO. <laughs> that's what yeah. it is. We, we yeah. older. We older. We can't <laughs> be on that TikTok, you know? <laughs> That TikTok for them kids, you know. But you know, it's even crazy though. I was in the studio in Riverside, and um, you know, they Mm -hmm. had booked it. There was an artist coming in after me, and he was doing a track for TikTok, and or he was recording a track for TikTok. But that guy looked like he was my age, like, like. You know, in, right. in their 30s and, or, or even older than me. Like, uh-huh. he could have been, like, definitely in his late, late 30s. And, um, and he was, right. I mean, no, I mean, he, seen, he was a dope guy and everything, but, you know, it was just like, I just, like, yeah, you, you know, you <laughs> seem, it seems like, you know, like when an actor does a role and they do it so good that they're just, they, are only known for that role. I, I, yeah, I feel like exactly. that's what happens when you, you know, become a viral sensation like on t- TikTok or YouTube or or mm. Instagram. I mean, right? You become people want the same the same person they seen on right, TikTok. Right, right, and there's great people Mm -hmm. on Instagram that have come and, you know, become very successful and have been able to, I mean, they're just, they have talent, you know? Um, And I'm not hating on them and I follow them on Instagram and all of that stuff. But, um, you know, you do have to really work hard to get that kind of like stigma off of you. And I'm not sure if it's really a stigma but I do know that sometimes, you know, I, actually, I won't say that on record, actually. <laughs> Not on record. No. <laughs> I might offend too many uh, <laughs> people in the industry. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but yeah, right. to each his own. Sometimes, mm-hmm. yeah, people take it too far sometimes. I, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what's up? What's, what you got well, coming up I've next? I've been saying this. I was working on an EP with my boy, Ledium. Uh, we've been working on that. Okay. I had to tear down my equipment, but now it's back up. And I'm just kind of 
getting started again. You know, I really want to come out with a single. Um, I really want to get it on, you right. know, Spotify and get it registered and all that stuff. A lot of stuff has been just, you know, me randomly dropping music, which is very artsy. That's a very art. That's a very artist thing yeah. to do. Like, you know, you know, yeah, it is. <laughs> if someone pisses you off, you drop a track, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, check this out. Yeah, you know, you <laughs> you find a new love, you write a track, you drop a track. Um, you know, so we're very mm-hmm. like in the moment at times and so I I do it for the art. Um, I'm not doing this I'm not doing music, you know. My focus number one is not money when it comes to music. And I think that's Right. What really like tears exactly really tears me apart from a lot of a lot of um people is because I'm just not I'm I'm not driven by the money part. If I have something that I'm feeling and I love and I want the world to share, then I I want to share it with the world that I'm just gonna do it. I don't I don't even care if y'all steal it. Like I don't like I and some people might think you right. know she's crazy, but you know what the everything nah. will work out. It's not like you know, I tr- I ha- I trust in the Lord. Um, you know, if I want to do another mixtape, I I'm actually thinking about maybe doing a, a full mixtape, just like how you know Elena is here. I know that you know some of my music, you know, <clears throat> but. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that's probably my favorite one. That's the one when you was uh had the black, the black dress. Yeah, on, like, like the lep uh zebra print. That, that, uh-huh. That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, um, you know, I was listening to that, and I was like, I do um, uh, uh, the game and Tyler the Creator, Little Wayne cover on there, and I do uh mm-hmm. Yonkers cover. And I just, you know, just like mixed, okay. like all these, I do, I think like a Usher cover. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I remember one time my friend heard the actual song uh, from Usher come onto the radio and she's like, oh my God, girl, I thought it was you. And then I heard Usher come on and I was like, what the hell <laughs> is this? Like, <laughs> so right. that's, that to me is a compliment, but um, you know, at the end of the time, you know, if if they want them, I'm not making money from that. Again, I I love doing stuff like that. I love being right. innovative, and um, you know, if if I I have been thinking about doing just a mixtape because I have a lot of emotions inside right now, and I feel like I just need to do it for me. But at the same time. Right. I kind of want to get a single out where I can stream on Spotify so I can reach a, a larger audience. Um, exactly. But, you know, it's just, uh, if you want to do something right like that, it involves a lot of money. And I more recently, mm-hmm. the last time I went to go drop off, a uh, drop a single, I was burned by the, the engineer and I lost a lot of money on it. And so I've been more oh, like, I've been more reserved 
about things like that and and right. who I you know talk to and do business with and yeah I I think yeah, partially right. is mm-hmm. you know just you get treated a little bit different when you're a female in the industry uh the person that burned me mm-hmm. you know it was crazy because like he did a track for my friend and like he delivered that product i mean i trusted him right so right exactly. yeah very yeah, very good, good, good history. long history and so i think that things like that have really discouraged me i know people say oh you want to push forward and stuff like that um but you know it does stick with you it does stick with you so um you know whether I'll end up mm-hmm. doing a, another mixtape, maybe Ledium's one will be fun, or just doing cover stuff. I might do that, or I might just focus on you know getting one song and kind of you know focusing on getting that through Spotify plays and YouTube plays, and um, maybe even trying to get some placements for you know TV and stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. dope. Well, I can't wait to hear it. I can't wait to hear it. Uh, I want to thank you for uh, coming through and blessing my platform. It's been a real oh, dope thank you so much. Yeah, and I can't wait for us to work together again. Whenever. Yes, I'm here. Absolutely. Yeah, pull up. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> pull all the way up. All yeah. the way up from the West Coast. <laughs> For real. So tell all the people uh, where they can follow you. Oh, at, you can find on me on Instagram at Elena Karras. That's E-L-E-N-A-C-H-A-R-I-S. Or you can just find me on ElenaKarras.com. That has pretty much all my social media links, Facebook, Twitter, all, you know, all the all the jelly. Okay, cool. Once again, thank you for coming through, <laughs> Dimples. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> keep smiling. Keep grinding. Keep doing you. Keep bossing thank up. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And thank you for this opportunity. Okay, take care. Okay, Bye, everyone. You.